It's another episode of the Chattering Classes, and uh, today I'm talking to Paul, Paul, uh, and he is, uh, or has, run a 100-mile run. But I interviewed him before um, the 100-mile run, and uh, and that'll go for a little bit, and then we'll have a little break, and then we'll do a like a before and after, hear what his thoughts were before it, and then we catch up with him. And find out how it went. Let's get to pool. Hey. Hello, mate. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Uh, Keeping well. Yeah. Look at you. It's bright, sunny morning. It's a it's it's a sunny morning. It's not bright yet, and it's going to rain later. But that's oh. uh, that's England. That's oh. England for. <laughs> How's it going anyway? So what is it? Seven o'clock in the morning. It's seven a.m. Yes, you're everyone's, up early. Wow, well, yeah, as usual. But you know, as uh, thought, there, there are there are a little bit later. It's going to get uh, crazy as always. And I thought, bloody hell, you know, the way the way things were yesterday, it's just going to not be. It's going to be impossible to speak. So thank you okay. for your thank you for your flexibility. No, that's all right. Well, I mean, Sunday afternoon here. If you can't be flexible on a Sunday afternoon, that's a problem. That's Although it's around <laughs> this time where I tend to get very apprehensive about going to work tomorrow and be like oh i haven't done anything i better do something i better plan <laughs> get my work diary i literally got my work diary out to have a look what's tomorrow and it was completely blank and i thought that's not right i've obviously done something <clears throat> something's got to change i have to do something tomorrow anyway um we are we'll do keep it quick because uh sure. we will have a chat do a pre pre-race chat and then we'll yep. do a post one whenever you Sounds feel good. able <laughs> how things are going there yeah next Monday we'll see we'll see how that goes so yeah I'm going to talk to you 20 minutes after you finish that would be great <laughs> so I first of all I wanted to just I haven't spoken to you since you ran uh the London Marathon uh yeah that's right so that yeah, was in, that was in April so if you haven't listened um I've spoken to Paul a couple of times and for some reason we both decided that we could run fairly long distances and I ran a half marathon in April uh but Paul has already run a, a done a hundred kilometer run yep and yep. you ran the full marathon in London yep. in April and yep. next week you run a hundred miles hundred miles yeah okay we'll yes. get to that <laughs> we'll get to that Jeez. we'll get to the whys and the hows um so you, you ran the London marathon uh, yep. And the the wonderful technology being the way it is, I was able to track you. Yeah, thank you for following. That was amazing. Oh well, it was again a Sunday night here. I just had it on in the background. You know, I'd come and check. Oh, yep, still like a test match. The dot is still moving. That's good. Um, <laughs> but so, how was it? How was the lead up to it? Like, it's obviously not a small event. It's one of the um, biggest marathons yeah. in the world in terms of competitors. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I mean, in in the lead up, yeah, you know, I mean, just just trying to get uh, not not as much as I'm doing now, but just get get that training in, um, get the miles under my belt. Um, and then probably ta- I probably tapered a little bit more for that than I have for the hundred mile. Um, right. to be honest. Um, I started winding down 
um a little bit and to be to be honest probably a little too early i think um which is, uh, but but that's but that's all right um yeah. and and so yeah i mean the lead up to that was great and you know the getting there on the day you know it's it starts in greenwich it's 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 an amazing it's amazing experience it's, it's a really good environment um yeah. you know getting into the pen getting to go yeah a little bit um a little bit dodgy in a way it's like they um there were in in the holding pens there were no um no restrooms oh facilities which meant and if you've done a race before there's those pre pre-race jitters and not on my side certainly yeah. I, I will specify but there were lots of um older gentlemen um <laughs> taking liberties um, oh yes lovely <laughs> it was a you know look forward don't look anywhere else basically <laughs> god well i mean before the um the half marathon i did like obviously it wasn't as well attended but uh and the weather was putrid but um yeah there were probably like four you know mm. porta potty toilets that were at the start when i thought yeah. when i got there i was like that's that's madness that is nowhere near enough yeah. Yeah, no, and yeah, I mean they were outside of the pen, but not in the pen, and that's where a goal got a bit dodgy. But uh, hey ho, I'm moving on. Um, yeah, weather <laughs> weather was horrendous. Yeah, that morning. Well, um, it rained for most of the um, yeah. most of the marathon, which was all right. Um, it yeah. wasn't heavy rain; it was just sort of just a very light rain, which is fine. But um, at the start, it was very exposed, um, and you've got to, you know, you've obviously got to leave your leave your gear at some point um right. so by the time i got you know got my hoodie off and packed away and in the van ready to take to the end um it was freezing it was yeah absolutely freezing so yeah. i was just shivering like an absolute idiot you know just walking around this place and then you know you had the you had the seasoned people who had their um bin bags yeah bin see bags that that was uh, my lovely <laughs> wife who uh i think we spoke about uh drove me to the event Begrudge. Actually, no, she didn't drive me to the event. She uh, made me drive myself. She was a passenger, so she could wake up in that time, so she could drive herself home. Because getting up for her at quarter to seven is not something she is uh, capable of usually. Um, so she drove, uh, well, I drove her. But um, just before we were leaving, she was like, oh, "You go, should take some plastic bags." And I was like, "That's a good idea." Because when I got mm. there, I was like, where, again, like it, when you haven't done a run like it, mm. you're like all the stuff like that where you're like, oh, I've got to, mm. where do I put my stuff? Oh, it's, why is it so far away from the start line? All right. So <laughs> like I put my bag, you got to go and get a ticket and put your bag down and try yep. not to be too stressed and move at a slow pace. And all yep. of that's happening. There's a clock that's, you know, everyone can see with about, yep. you know, 15 minutes left. Some dude got on the loudspeaker and was like, all right, if you're doing the half marathon, you've got to be at the start line now or in the next two minutes. And I was like, what is going on? I was like, no, it said eight o'clock. Well, the people who are trying to run the fastest, they leave at 7.50. And I was like, that's not me. But so all these people were running, running at like to start a half marathon. So I was like, I am not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm taking my time. I'm from so, Canberra. There are a lot of people who are going to argue logistics and they're going to argue uh, what schedule you've you've actually written down versus what's actually happening. Yeah, so there was a lot of that, but there were all people like, where do I put my bag? Oh, it's raining. Oh, just on the grass, in the rain. Mm. It's free, mm. like like very much like you exposed and 
It got yeah. colder though, the, the half marathon. But anyway, so you you yeah. did the uh, marathon. And one thing I wanted to yeah. talk about was I was watching your dot and it was moving along. And then, oh, yeah. fair, uh, not, yeah, not far to go, the, went out the dot stopped <laughs> or it stopped or well, slowed down. It slowed down a lot. I went out, I, I, to be honest, yeah, I did go out a bit fast. Um, and then the, I think, I think what did me in was so as you as you sort of get through sort of halfway you know the halfway point is just after tower bridge yeah and then you run you run down through limehouse uh down canary wharf and sort of do a big loop around there and then you run back and once you get into limehouse you get you know listen i mean the supporters on the way is amazing it's great um it's crowded every street every single mile you know it's just chock a block with people but there you start to get spectators who have bowls of Haribo, jelly beans, jelly babies. Oh, right. You know, get your energy up, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and at that point, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just, I was, I was really, really powering into the jelly babies. I mean, it was so tasty. So it sort of really, really screwed my nutrition. So, right. you know, I had a plan. I had, they had they had stations with electrolyte drinks and gel stations and various things. Yeah. I thought, okay, great, I'll plan for this. And I had stuff with me. But I think I just I just started feeling really dodgy just sort of once I sort of got through Canary Wharf. Yeah. And and so it was like, oh, I better lay off the sweets as you go through. <laughs> it's a bit dumb. <laughs> I love that you run the marathon, you're like, oh no, my I've ruined my diet. <laughs> I know, I know, it's stupid, isn't it? <laughs> but um, but yeah, and then when I got <clears throat> sort of to um, oh, where was it? It was near near embankment. It was not far from the end at all. Um, sort of along that stretch, yeah, sort of Temple Blackfriars Temple kind of way, maybe before yeah. embankment, but sort of that that area. Oh, really bad cramps. I never oh, cramped, never had right. cramps before. And um, where whereabouts? Like where? Which part of your legs? Quads, yeah, quads. yeah, right and it absolutely sucked so yeah. I just sort of stopped and just moved to the side of the road and 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 sort of stretched it out and then and then got to the end hey listen listen the time wasn't a bad time at all I was happy with it, it was four four hours 13 something I can't remember yeah. what but anyway it was it was a decent time so I was hoping to do it in under four but it was four hours 13 it was still a decent time yeah. um probably you know it's always think oh could have done better could have done better but you know it wasn't really about that more you know it was all just getting it done so I was, I was i was still happy with the time um but yeah probably should have laid off the sweets see i i had a, a problem like similar to you like you do all the training you do all that stuff and then you finish and you're like that's good that was my goal but i i was like two days later like when's when's the next one because yep. my time was super slow and i realized that mm. it was because I started in the wrong pack. So my, mm. and there was no real, there were no real timers around um, mm. the course. So I couldn't measure how fast I was running. So about five Ks in, I was like, oh, this is mm. dumb. I don't know how fast or what my pace is. So I put my app on and put my headphones mm -hmm. in and, and did it that mm -hmm. way. And I was like, oh, I'm going so slow. And because mm. I was going so slow, you're running at the same speed as everyone else. I mm. found the last, few kilometers really difficult it got colder and i know mm. i would have cramped like i was getting that sensation mm. like because it was getting so cold 
Like, yeah. like you said, your quads get tight. My calves were getting tighter. And I was like, oh, this sucks. And then I immediately after I finished, I was starving. And I realized because it mm. had taken me 15, 20 minutes longer than what I would have, that would that was my body was like, well, you know, after about two hours, you'll get lots of food. Yeah. Well, but yeah, exactly. It was like the last 15 minutes. I was like, my stomach was just like, all right, we're going to eat now. And I've never had that before. Like, why are yeah. you eating anything? I was like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. So I did yeah. not enjoy it. And I did not enjoy the spectators. I did not enjoy their support <laughs> morally. <laughs> I wanted them to be quiet and leave me alone so I could just, you know, <laughs> go to a dark place and just finish. Yes, as there's in, in, in ultra running, you know, there's a there's a term that people use, which is the pain cave. <laughs> and you, you needed to you needed to get into your pain cave and just crack on. Yeah, yeah. That's I just was like, all right, I I, I this is the first time I've done any kind of running in a crowd. I was like, mm. oh, this is why I like running just by myself. You just mm. there's yeah. no one shouting at you or you yeah, you just zoned yeah. out completely. So it was much harder, but it's, it's, uh, I mean, but yeah, anyway, so you, you run a, a full marathon and yep. you're cramped up. You're, uh, yep. uh, you had issues because of the rain with some chafing, I believe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nipple, nipple chafing, nipple, nipple chafing. chafing. Right. Yeah, that was, uh, that was not pleasant. That was not pleasant. <laughs> I mean, I didn't feel it during the race. Right. So that was the thing. You know, I've got, I've got the, you know, the, 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 the lube stick. So I'd, right, I'd right, lubed right. up, I had chafe before, which is sort of in a, in a thigh, right. but I didn't lube, lube up the nips and. Uh, All right. I don't which, know if I could use that as a title, but I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> get, get banned. Um, totally no, but I'd, ne- I'd never had that. I'd never had that issue before. And I think it was because, you know, it was, it was raining. Yeah shirt just stuck and uh so you know got to the end and uh i had i had a bag at the end and i had a t-shirt and stuff so as i pulled off my running vest it was just like yes yeah right (laughs) this this sucks (laughs) (laughs) i loved it i I sent you a video of a guy who obviously had the same thing it was amazing he was just like oh i was was going well but i've got horrible nipple chafe i don't want to take my shirt off it was was painful it was painful yeah (laughs) so we we uh yeah so the night before i like that was i was hoping because the weather forecast before it was like oh it might rain it might not it might rain and um the night before i had a look at the map and the radar and i was like oh shit it's gonna rain so then that's what i looked up was how Mm. to do these events was the best way to prepare again Mm. like if it was if i was doing it by myself like i normally would have i would have said i'll do it the next day like you've just got that i'm not running in the rain but it just it gave really good advice like vaseline Mm -hmm. inner thighs uh and when you've put enough vaseline on put some more Mm. on like you just you're better off just have it being caked in it than have the alternative and i was like well that was very good advice but i yeah. found um the art like the the period after the run that if you sit down for any length of time i found standing up again i said to my to justine I was like, it feels mm. like my feet are like hooves like they're this just yes. no yeah. they're made of concrete there's no giving them more yeah that heavy the heavy legs yeah, yeah no it does it does get difficult it does get difficult and and then and i think you know, not to not to get too too ahead, but I think you know, with the runs, 
the undoing you know you, you get you get a certain point through and and you just start to feel really really heavy and you look yes. at your pace and you may not be that far behind but no. you're, you know you're not doing too badly but you just feel you start to feel that uh that weight in yeah that's why that's why i mean i'm sure you have the same but uh you know like a good advice i was given was like get yourself a good pair of running socks yep because if you don't then you feel if the socks start to bunch up then you're running yep. on them and it's like yep. like they're made yep. of thumbtacks and all this stuff like that by yep. the end of it so um Definitely. so yeah well let's let's look at let's look towards next week so you're, yes. you're, you're running at 100 miles uh yep good <laughs> good good uh justine did ask like how long is that expected to take well the the, the time limit the cutoff time is 30 hours <laughs> okay um, and that's that's when they shut the course um i'm i'm hoping to do it under 24 okay <laughs> so which i reckon i can do i reckon i can do I, my I think you know there's there was confidence I've got confidence from you know doing the hundred the hundred k where yeah. I did that in thirteen and a half hours and I got to wow I mean, when we we did that so that was last last September um so a while ago um but when when we got to so it was from it was from um, Putney to Henley and you know so it's a very flat course just up the Thames yeah but when when we got to oh maybe 3k from the end you could see because it was dark at that point you could see you could see the end you could see where the lights were and everything like that yeah and it was, you know and i was running at that point i was running with two other guys and and we we're like oh there's the end happy days yeah. and we said oh let's let's just crack it in for oh, these dear. last little bit yeah which we did and had had energy to up the pace and and get right. to the end you know in a in a decent run rather than just sort of you know, just stumbling through, um, and you know, they did have that energy to get through, and you know, and and probably could have got on. I mean, it was nice to get to the end. It was, yeah. it was, but, but you know, hours, felt, yeah. felt all right. You know, getting to the end. So I think you know, you if if you if you again, you know, going back to nutrition, if you plan your diet, you plan your nutrition, you should have the energy if you if you've trained effectively to be able to go the distance you should yeah. have the energy to go on so it's a it's a whole it's a big logistical as you were talking about canberra you know you should be you should be used to it you know you should be you should be a great ultra runner with your your logistic planning in canberra to, yeah. but you've got you've got to really manage that to yeah. get through and then so you know I'm, I'm fairly fairly confident i'll be able to do it in under 24 i think you know if i get to that 100 100k mark in a similar time that 13 yeah. 14 hours or so that leaves 10 hours to get through the last 60 um yeah. which should be feasible i've got to keep to a eight i think it's an eight minute pace right eight minute mile uh kilometer oh eight minute kilometer yeah sorry eight minute miles pretty fast yeah. if you're doing that yeah. for 160 yeah okay yeah. right so yeah. an eight minute yeah. kilometer so do you is do you run at a constant pace is that the goal for the entire time or, or although i guess you That's... said like you you run the first bit in a fairly decent time I'll probably do. I'll probably do the first bit. No, I think I'll, I'll try and keep it to a similarish pace. Um, I'll probably go out and and try and keep it to a seven, seven minute pace. Yeah. For the first for the first half, probably, um, and then maybe slow it down a bit in the second half. 
Um, I'm definitely not going to go for a positive split on it. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think you know we we get through to the the first. I think the first, yeah, the first aid station with proper food is at Knockholt, which is actually fairly close to where I live. Um, and that's about 90k in Jesus. and then and then there's a there's another there's another hot food station at Maidstone um, which is I think 30k from the end or 40k from the end or so um, so if I get through there we get through the first aid station with with hot food um, at a decent pace that would be that would be good but listen I mean there, there are there are aid stations every 10 10 to 15 miles right so so you know it's you can it, it's not it's not too bad you know you can just sort of break it down again you know it's just really breaking it down yeah, into right. sort of next aid station next aid station next aid station and you know every every 10 to 15 miles yeah you've got you've got aid stations you can refuel you know you've got to you know you've got to you've got to carry a backpack with sufficient nutrition and various bits and pieces yeah um but so you know so you can fuel during the um uh during the race but um you know you you just, jelly babies yeah pack me jelly babies ah <laughs> uh, no i think i think the worst thing is is trying to get through it without i mean sometimes you 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 have these gels and everything and yeah. they you get a bit nauseous after a while yeah yeah they're not great they're not the best things in the world to chow down on and I mean, they're basically just liquefied jelly babies. That's yeah, what it is. Exactly, yeah. It's just sugar, yeah. um, and 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 so yeah, trying to get through it with with uh, without uh, yeah getting getting nauseous or anything like that, I think is going to be going to be a challenge. Which is why I'm looking forward to the hot aid station, um, that 90k in. So we, we talked we talked food. about this before. Yeah, what what kind of food do they have at the hot aid at the hot aid station? Oh, at um, in i don't know on this one i don't know i just know there is a hot food there is hot food don't know what in the 100k they had um so the 50k mark they had they had a couple of choices it was spaghetti bolognese or a curry um i definitely avoided the curry yeah wow Um, i don't know who went for that actually i do know because one of the guys that i ended up crossing the line with one of these two two guys that I, i finished with at the end we we sort of got to this seventy eight sort of seventy k mark or so, and we just sort of were sort of overtaking each other, you know, slowly. You know, we were sort of running, walking, running, walking, um, and so I got chatting to him, and he was saying he had the curry <clears throat> at fifty k's, and he said it nearly came up on him. Oh um, yeah, in, but he oh. kept it down. <laughs> but I went for so it was spaghetti bolognese, but but I you know I, I thought what is the blandest thing that I could do yeah. here? Yeah. Like, rice rice and bolognese sauce and it was very unsalted it was just very very bland so that's what i had at 50ks and then but then at um uh probably 25k to go also yep. there was a there was an a station and <clears throat> they had um they had pulled pork rolls with wedges and it was so good it that sounds amazing. So, and it was there. And I think because I got there, you know, I finished I finished that race at I think I finished 52nd or something. So by the time I got through, it was it was, you know, there, there weren't too many people who'd run before me. 
And yeah. so the quality was still good and everything was still, you know, fairly, fairly well fresh. Stopped. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, fresh, which was great. So <laughs> the wedges were the crispiest, nicest things I've ever had. I mean, they were great. And that stage was like, oh, manna from heaven it was amazing. And, and the pool pork rolls were pretty tasty too. So, you know, so you're fueling up pretty yeah. well, but because, you know, you, your body's just working so intensely, you're, you're just, you're yeah, just you digesting just that off you're immediately, right? Off. Yeah, exactly. So you're not you're not feeling particularly heavy, yeah. um, which, which was good. So yeah, I don't know what will be here at that uh, at the aid stations at those hot foods aid stations um, on this one. But um, yeah, time time will tell. I'll tell you in a week. Just really spicy chili and <laughs> a vindaloo every every twenty k's. Amazing, <laughs> it's nice, crazy, and. Uh, <laughs> Just really awkward stuff too, like tacos. Just you're getting it everywhere. That'd be amazing. Um, all right. So I, I'll just ask. So you said before about tapering. So how? Yeah. What's the longest run you've done in preparation? Or is it more 60, just so 60, 60, 60, 60 ish? It's a bit more, but 60 miles, 60 k. No, k, okay, k, okay, right, k, okay. right. But then you know, and but it, it's not so much doing the the distance, right together in in one go it, it's about building up that endurance and that resistance so it'll be following up that 60k with another big run yeah straight up or doing oh, double gotcha. so yesterday um i did yesterday morning i did um morning i did sort of 37k or so then i did another 10k last night right uh i'll go out for another 10k or so today and then for the rest of the week, I'll just take it easy. Yeah. Um, sort of do some very light, you know, a few K here or there, um, just to just to keep moving. So I might even just gym and jump on the bike or something. So how to, do you like how how do you recover from the like you've done the hundred K and you've done a marathon? How long yeah. after doing those runs do you go back and run? I mean, that was the uh, thing that the, doing the marathon, what three three slash four months before doing the mm. hundred mile you couldn't have oh, i'll just have a break of a month or do nothing and rest my legs but do you get restless no. like do you do you does your body yeah. tell you to yeah. keep moving yeah i mean after the 100k i probably couldn't i was i was walking i was walking all right again yeah. about three days after you know it's right. just sort of right. sore and it wasn't so much actually walking once you got moving it was fine yeah it was just that sitting down and then actually standing getting up, up. Just, yeah it's the, it's the quads yeah. right it's the yeah, it's stairs exactly. it's going upstairs or going downstairs i think i found going when you're oh, going downstairs oh, are worse. yeah we, we had a in in my pre where i was at the time the, the job i was at there to get to the to get to the canteen at work um <laughs> there was a ramp and that was it wasn't even the stairs the stairs you could sort of hold onto a banister and get down but this ramp yeah. oh it was all oh, it sucked <laughs> um it was the worst um but then you know yeah three days after it was it's starting to get all right again but i probably ran um it was probably 10 days two weeks or so before i went out for another run and that was just yeah. light it's very light it was just a very very short one um marathon um uh again probably a week or so before yeah. i went out again um uh -huh. yeah more or less um but again, you know, I think because 
you're running at such different paces. You know, yeah. the hundred miles it was it was a it was a slow a slowish or sorry hundred k it was a, it was a slowish pace. Yeah, but it's just really that that distance. But the 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 marathon I pushed it. So you, you're getting, I guess, similar effect on the legs. You know, they're still tired. Yeah. But it just probably takes a little bit le- less to recover after the marathon, I yeah, guess. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the question that Justine had for you was like, did you, were you a runner? When did, when did you get into running? Were you a runner when you were younger? Or, you know, I was like, I don't well, remember I you know, Paul being. High school. I don't I remember Paul being. I definitely was not. Uh, <laughs> no that's what i said i i don't remember any of us like there was a couple who were quite good runners but there was none uh none that that uh that i knew none that we hung out no with. no i think i think the most i think Aaron i may have run home from the league from the leagues club i might have run home from the leagues club once or twice <laughs> <laughs> Something to do. Exactly. Uh, no but no definitely definitely not um no I I probably I think I started I mean I did my first half marathon in 2013 yeah I think so I started running when I come to came to England um in 2009 I started running a little bit and just just doing short distances um but then I enjoyed it. I enjoyed getting out. Um, enjoyed that process. So wanted yeah. to do a bit, and, and that's why I started. Wanted to do the half marathon, various things, um, and did the did the Royal Parks half marathon a couple of times as well. You know, which is good. Um, and then um, I stopped for a little bit um, when I was I was I was doing a lot of cycling. Um, I was going into work. I just enjoyed being a little bit fitter than I had been. Yeah. Um, you know, in 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 previous in previous eras of my life when. Yeah. Uh, that was probably the lead, the, the 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 something was definitely not high on the priorities. Um, <laughs> but enjoyed being a little bit fitter, <clears throat> which yeah. is good. So I started cycling into work. Then I had my accident um, in 2020. Oh, I think I've got someone coming in. No, that's all right. People staring. Just, that's all right. We'll let you go pretty true. soon. I know. No worries. Um, and um, so yeah. So then I had my accident in 2020. Yeah. So uh, oh, there's a little. I might get disturbed a little bit. Um, so, but then, and because I wasn't cycling anymore, um, decided to um, just get running again because it was a bit safer. And sorry, you know, right. my son, I'm, he's showing you his Mario. His, I'm being his, shown, shown a, the Mario bus. Super Mario car. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it, mate? Pretty smooth. Hey, do, you, do you want to sit down and play with it? And let me just finish talking for a second, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And his giraffe. I Sorry, love the listen. giraffe. Does the giraffe have a name? What's his name? It's giraffe the giraffe. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> it's perfect. But yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you go anyway. We're we're bang on half hour. Um, for the listeners, we'll have yep. a short break, and for them, no time will have passed. We'll have a short no. break. I'll put an interlude music in. And when we come back, we'll be here for Paul when he's 100%. finished. See, see how, see how, see how painful uh, <laughs> my life is at that stage. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how how long after uh, after you've done it, we we'll catch up when you're ready to have a chat, and then we'll get to it. I'll drop I'll drop you a note. I'll drop you a note after after I finish, and just let you know how things are going. Oh God, yeah. All right, cool, man. <laughs> we will pain, talk to you in in a little bit.
All right, we're back. Uh, and uh, now we've got part two. Uh, it was only a few uh, seconds for you, but it was uh, two weeks for me and Paul. So let's find out how Paul went on his 100 mile run. Hey. Hello, mate. How you doing? I'm all right, Paul. How are you? Getting by, getting by. Now, it's a lovely, a lovely British summer day ahead. Oh, yeah. Loudy, windy, a bit <laughs> crappy. <laughs> it's good. It's always the same. Anytime <laughs> I talk to people in England, the weather tends to be the same in Canberra as it is in England, no matter what. Nice. We nice. hear some of that. Now, most important thing, did you watch the Matildas game yesterday? Sure, you know, I didn't watch it, but I did keep a track of it. Mm. So, no, but uh, yeah, amazing. Amazing win for them. Horrendous. Down to, wire, down to the wire. Just the worst three hours of my life, really. It's great how it's just become, you know, women's football has become such a um such a thing. Yeah. You know, it's 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 great. It's huge. You know, it's a it's it's such a good thing that it's uh, becoming popular. Um, well, see the thing is, I, I having two daughters, I thought, and I was playing soccer when they were born. I mm. thought when they were born, got two girls, I thought, cool, I'm going to mm. watch a lot of girls' soccer with them. Mm. Uh, and they have absolutely no interest. And I've got photos of me trying to watch it, the World mm. Cup in 2011. I've got mm. uh, a memory that pops up on Facebook on in 2015 where I got mm. the girls up to watch, I don't know, it might have been Australia versus Sweden. And mm. I took a photo of them all like cheering. Um, mm. and they were cheering, you know, like girl power and go Matildas. Mm. And then mm. after about five minutes of the game, they wanted to watch the movie Matilda instead. So that's what happened. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm in the family. I'm the one who's, uh, yeah, been, uh, mm. been supporting and mm. still even last night, couldn't get anyone to watch it. Justine went to the movies instead, yep. uh, okay. and okay. literally walked in the door as we won. And then mm. I I made her for all her sins, watch the penalty shootout, uh, the whole of it, and not tell her what happened. <laughs> she was just like, <laughs> "Oh my god! Oh, we're gonna win! Oh no, we didn't! Oh, we're gonna win! No! Oh, oh well, are we gonna lose? No! Uh, oh, it's just I, horrible. I love it. No, it's um, yeah. No, I've 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 tried many times to get uh, my daughter into uh, into football, and uh, there is pretty much no interest. No interest. Uh, no. But, it's horrible. Anyway, let's um let's talk about you, Paul. Yeah, let's do it. Let's so do we're, it. We're a week on from your from yes. last night. Last we spoke, or like yeah. ten minutes ago, depending on where you are in time. Uh, we spoke about you preparing for a hundred mile run. Yep. Yep. Um, first question: Did you finish? I did not. I did not. I. At this time, a week ago, I was uh, in bed. I was in a lovely warm bed um, <laughs> after what is called, what is, I DNF'd, did not yeah. finish. Um, I managed to get through 65 miles of um, of horrendous conditions, um, but then dropped out. It was to, to run you through. Um, we, we Sorry, let me, let me just pause there yes. and go. Just the fact that you ran 65 miles and 
failed at your task. It's like DNF did not finish. How embarrassing. Yeah. You know, it you was, know, Paul, he yeah. only ran 65 miles yesterday. It was, it was just a weak 110K, but. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit, man. That's crazy. Yeah. It was, yeah, you know, it was, it was disappointing. It was. So let's let, let's let's go yeah. back. Let's go back to the start then. Like, so you yeah. you you prepared and you how how are you feeling in the morning? Morning, I was feeling all right. I was feeling good. Um, you know, I stayed in uh, a town Andover, which wasn't too far from the start. Um, Farnham. Um, so you know, got up at got up a good time. Um, had a decent sleep. Had some breakfast, all good. Got to the start line, um, fine. Got settled in, fine. And it was the forecast was for rain, um, but it wasn't. It wasn't really talking about how you know, it was you know, forecast. It was all this off and on, off and on. Yeah. And then the day before, they started talking about um, Storm Anthony um, coming. Storm in. Anthony. Yeah, the first named storm of the year to come through and it was coming in that day <clears throat> and that wasn't great news um, <laughs> Far out. Particularly, particularly on what we're what we were going to be running on and you know to give it you know this is we were running on you know the race was the north the north downs way um uh 100 miler so it was running mostly on the north downs trail which runs um along along a ridge which um sort of goes up through fairly close to london nearly near, near my house actually it runs just a couple of miles down the road from here so i could have i could have just run home at some point and that would have been it <laughs> would have been nice um <laughs> um and and sort of it, it's trails all the way but it can get fair you know some of them are fairly well worn some of them are, are, are wild um or wild for london or england i guess um but you know fairly fairly hairy at some points particularly with the weather and it got really really heavy this storm came in um some of the some of the ridges we were running along were pretty exposed um Jesus. and um and it just it just was not pleasant you know there were some hills we were running up um this box hill which is sort of one of a fairly famous hill in surrey and uh, it was just it's sort of you're basically walking vertically vertical up these up these steps these steps but going up you know a few hundred meters straight up then coming back down and going back up again and so it was very up and down but the, you know just in the weather it was just muddy and um quite a few trees were down over the trail as well so um <laughs> so it had it wasn't sort of not not sort of lantanery kind of bushes but down but um and, and trees over but sort of fairly spiky sort of you know if you if you know lantana it's got those sort of spiky stems and stuff it was sort of so it's I think it was grabbing at you and all this kind of stuff like an obstacle course <laughs> to a degree on some stretches it was fairly fairly hairy and um under going under one on one section of trail it was very narrow and there was a um a tree down or a branch down so going going under this branch and then as i came up from the branch I, my foot went i just hit my foot wrong or there was a rock or it sort of moved or so i don't know but anyway I sort of and it was on a slope so i sort of fell headfirst down this slope so that was nice and then how, so how overall, early into the run was that oh uh, that was that was just after Box Hill, so that would have been in K. That probably been about thirty-five K in or so. I think thirty, yeah, about thirty-five K. In. Um, 
and then and then and then uh after that coming through a place called um um Caterham, so sort of further into Surrey um we we're running up ridges and so there was this area where there was a um, and it was bucketing down it was really really coming down at this point there was a sort of chalk it's chalk um chalk hills at this stage so it's fairly slick so you had sort of rivers of rain coming down one side you had wind blowing up the hill so you're sort of being buffeted on both directions and it's a very narrow trail and you've got to stick to the trail because of the slope you can't sort of run off it um and I just had a, my my foot missed I just couldn't you know just missed a missed a footing and just went down and just landed on this edge of a of a of a of a sort of gully with my thigh and just sort of got this dead leg so then it was so that wasn't pleasant and then it just and then it it just got worse and and I ended up running with a limp for a while and it sort of sounds like I'm making excuses but it was a fairly fairly dodgy fairly dodgy experience but then if you run that distance I was running with a bit of a limp which meant I was putting pressure on my other leg yeah right I then started having pains up my shin as well so yeah. I, it was it just was just a, a fairly difficult run and then and then I was it was just getting tired and tired I was getting exhausted absolutely exhausted and I got to 65 miles and I was like I can't I just can't go on this is awful but um then something happened um after the race actually which um started to put things into context which were um my related to exhaustion and various things and um i ended up at the gp uh during the week and um uh, sort of had had a she she said this thing and the first thing that came to mind was <clears throat> it was well I'll, I'll i'll tell you the first thing in a, in a moment what came to mind but it sort of gave a rationale for why i was feeling so exhausted but i'm just going to play a clip from you and the first time i heard of this um, like many things, you'll be you're a teacher, you know these things, and you and you know how how formed we were. Our education was formed by the Simpsons a yes. lot of the time. I knew and, you were going to say something from the Simpsons. I'm very excited to hear what this is. And and as soon as the GP said this, I went <laughs> funny <laughs> Simpsons. So I'm just going to play a clip for you. Thank you. Let's come through. Therapy, by mistake. Uh, she fell down the well? Ah, she's been dumped again. Children, I won't be staying long. I when a disease tick attaches itself to you and begins sucking your blood, oh. malignant spirochetes infest your bloodstream, eventually spreading to your spinal fluid and on into the brain. The brain, oh dear God. Yes. Oh my God. Jesus, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so from the run, did a tick attach itself? Or... No, this, this happened a couple of weeks ago. Sorry, just <laughs> let's just stop and again, just go yeah. back and, and yeah. our shared brain experience and other people listening will know exactly what we're talking about of someone telling you you have lyme disease and you go yeah, <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> here is a picture of a spiral kit <laughs> uh first thing first thing i love it, I love it. and then it's going just... sorry what were you saying <laughs> just giggling to myself in the yeah. GPs. 
funny. <laughs> this man, he's, he's really, he's really struggling with the uh, Lyme disease. It's he's getting delirious. <laughs> right. Uh, so how did that happen? Yeah, I, a few, uh, two, two weeks ago or so, um, I came back and I came back from a run, and my wife, which who's fairly used to me having cuts and grazes and bruises and stuff on my leg. Um, yeah. my legs from you know, running through brambles and, and nettles and all that kind of stuff. She she sort of looked at my leg and went, what is that? And there was just this weirdo bruise on my leg. And um, I was, I, I don't know, it's just a just another bruise. Yeah. Um, but then after the race, she said, um, or she, I thought it was just before. She said it was just after, but I can't remember. She's probably right. She's right in most things. Um she said there was, she was again, she looked at it and she goes, what on earth has happened to your leg? And there was this, the bruise, which was still there, had formed this bright, sort of this big red ring around yeah. it. And that's typical of Lyme disease. You get this tick bite and then this, it's called a target rash. And it's just this, sort of, you see, you have sort of a center bullseye with this big ring around it, this bright red welt around it. So I was like, yeah, a bit weird. How, um, how big was it? How big are we talking? Uh, probably 10, 12 centimetres in diameter. Jesus, okay. Um, and so, you know, didn't do anything about it. Um, as, as <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, but then <laughs> Thursday, Thursday I worked from home. And so I thought, oh, good opportunity to just pop down the GP. So I called up, went down and uh, showed the GP. She said, yep, yeah, that's Lyme disease. Um, I was like, yeah. She said, "Have you been out?" So I just explained what I what, what I've been training and what I'm doing. She was like, "Yeah, you've been bitten by a tick at some point and got Lyme disease." So, um, which causes causes fatigue, causes um, you know big things. So and and so at the, it'd been a couple of weeks. So I was right in the end, you know, at the end of that incubation period where it starts to have the biggest effect. So you know, it wasn't the feeling of fatigue during the run and just lack of energy heavy legs everything just was just exacerbated by this so i mean not again you know definitely not uh, i think you know not giving myself excuses but i think it's a good reason why i was feeling so crappy um everyone listening is just going what the hell are you talking about you ran you did 65 miles that's why you felt fatigued well, it was that. I mean, it was it was partially that. But you know, after the hundred k race I did last year, I, yeah. I was feeling I was feeling really good. After you know, I felt felt great. You know, yeah. got home. We ended up in Henley's. You know, so I had to get the train and the tube and the bus and all this kind of stuff home, and got back and I was feeling fine. Um, but this time I was just exhausted. I just had no energy. So it was. Uh, I think that was that was definitely a con- a contributing factor um to the to the to the dnf um so yeah and and the worst thing about it is that i'm now on these fair on, on this course of uh strong antibiotics for the next three weeks yeah. um which means technically no no alcohol and <laughs> it, and, and and this and it says limiting exposure to sunshine it says it can cause these so these antibiotics can cause um can have can cause the body to have a reaction to sunlight what challenge is i'm off on holiday to southern italy on <laughs> wednesday Jesus. 
where <laughs> there's no sun in southern Italy in summer because it's not, it's not famous no for its sun. Exactly, and oh, and shit. and Italy is definitely not famous for wine. No good wine <laughs> either. So uh, I'm going to be. Uh, it's going to. It's going to suck. Oh God! Suck. Yeah, this, this yeah. is all. Yeah, that's what happens when you exercise. I know. It, do you know what? It's a good reason for doing nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So when you when you're doing the um the 65 miles, so how how many hours was that? That was 16 hours. So you you said you were. Hoping to finish yeah. in in a, in what twenty four hours? Twenty four. Twenty. So you were on. I guess you're on. I was barely on, on track. Yep. I was on pace. My my final my final pace was about um, eight eight fifteen eight minutes fifteen per yeah. kilometer, and twenty four hours is an eight minute pace. So I was on pace to finish yeah. um, within that twenty four um and and so that was so yeah i was happy with that and you know there was a lot of walking you know when you're when you're running that distance you're not most people aren't running the whole way there's yeah. a lot of walking you know you you turn a corner there's a hill it's like okay walking there's a lot of um you know a lot of people have poles you know right. to, to walk hiking poles so a lot of it is sort of speed hiking to a degree yeah um and you know, there, there was a 30 hour cutoff and there were lots of people, you know, once I woke up and everything and I checked the tracker, there were lots of people still on the course because uh, the 30 hour cutoff was 1 p.m. Wow. So um, on the Sunday, so a lot of people still on the course getting that 30 hours. Um, and, you know, I probably could have just slowly walked it in um, yeah. and still cut off. But just, yeah, just again, didn't have it in me. But um oh, yeah, so so I I would have I would have you know I, I I know I could have made it within that twenty four hour period uh, yeah. certainly maybe a little yeah and you know pushing myself maybe just be just before but you know would have been around twenty four hours um oh, so yeah. yeah and then so next, are, are you all are, yeah are you all uh, ready to do it again next year you've got that planned yeah yeah, yeah I'd love to do it next year yeah yeah, yeah there's. I'll probably to be and and to be honest, I'll probably need to do a bit more, a bit more prep. I think. Oh, um, really? There's yeah. I think you know if I want to if I want to do it comfortably, there's there's a few there's an eighty k there's a um uh, there's an eighty mile race, um which runs the same course um and finishes just um five miles down the road right. from here from my house. So it's an it's an easy sort of an easy not jog home but my wife she can come and pick me up which is you know, <laughs> yeah that's very nice right so i'll finish it decent time um so that's i'll do i'll do that i'll do i'll do a couple of other sort of 50 50k uh races as well um earlier in the year um just to get ready um and and see how we go but yeah i'll, I'll definitely um I'm definitely planning to be back for next year so did, does your wife hint at you not doing it no not oh, every now and then. Every now and then. <laughs> but I, I, I sort of my training doesn't impede too much on family life because yeah. I've I'll, I'll I'll wake up at stupid o'clock and you know get out and get you know do a do a sort of 40, 50k training run and be home be home in time to get family stuff done. So, so how do you doesn't... how do you manage that? I, I didn't I didn't ask you that last time mm. was. I understand like the idea of getting up stupid o'clock and doing a big run before the school stuff, mm. but how, mm. how does that leave you for the rest of the day? Or is that just once a week or once every couple of weeks? And 
That's that. That'd be once a week, um, and generally on a Sunday when there's sort of less less going on. Yeah. Um, um, so it it at least no, I'm I'm all right. Listen, I, I I've got decent I've got decent recovery. I've got decent um, ability just to just to get on with things. Yeah. Um, and power through. And you know, I might be knackered by sort of nine thirty or so, but yeah. I'll, I'll get. And you know that's that's a you know that's a a fairly for 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 someone in their mid forties that's uh that's a <laughs> that's late for some people. It is a great is a great day, great time to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, people are so, way past their bedtime. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, you know, I'll 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 get through that and. I'll probably um I've got to work out my uh, we've moved offices recently and I've got to work out my new uh new running into work routine which is you know 20 20 k's or so so I'll start doing that a bit more just get that get that routine back into place and yeah and get that get that more more into it so yeah I'll I'll I'll, I'll be I'll be ready for next year definitely ready for next year that's weird <laughs> weird and awesome <laughs> Um, so fun. the question I always I'm always interested in is like like how was your how was the mentality of it like when you're running in the rain and it's slick and you've got all that stuff yeah. and you're getting exhausted and it's all these steps and it's horrible conditions like was there was there a stage much earlier where you're like oh, I don't want to do this the first no. Oh. Yeah, after after that fall I had on that on that edge. Yeah, uh, that was the first time I sort of I was lying on the ground, and was just going, "Ah, fuck this!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was it was awful, and and I think more more than that, I think my I think I was more kicking myself than right. anything else i wasn't kicking the race or just thinking i want to kick, i want to you know drop out i never sort of thought until i got to that i was probably halfway through the last section up to where i actually dropped out where i thought you know i'm, I'm going to call it a day um where i started probably just thinking about what i had done to prepare and and on the on the on the day of the race um a lot of people who had more you know, I guess you know more more experience. They weren't met too many people who was their first race. Um, I think a lot of people did just didn't show up on the day. Um, there was a lot the of dropouts, um, yeah. and you know you get to certain points and you can have drop bags. So you'll 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 pack a bag to drop at a place to do you know, various things, which which I hadn't done. Um, and I had to, I had a drop bag for the end, but not not in the middle. Right. So a lot of people were um i i'd change of socks and various things but what i hadn't planned for was the fact that my shoes were going to be absolutely sort of and a lot of people were changing shoes in the middle of the race they were getting properly changed in the middle of the race um where i wasn't i had a couple of shirt changes in so I, i could get dry um sort of on the top half yeah but shoes were sodden and so i changed socks and it was almost worse because they were sort of instead of sort of the, the wet socks gripping onto the base, they right. were dry sort of getting wetter and soaking stuff up, oh, and Jesus. they were slipping. And so I, my feet just ended up in pain. I was like, I didn't. I was sort of thinking for this weather, yeah, for that that absolutely torrential rain weather. I hadn't prepared. 
Now, I'm um, sure so we cool. spoke about this last year of putting sandwich bags, back to the Simpsons again, putting sandwich bags over your feet and going for running them. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> uh, oh, it, really? was, right. it was this element of bad, I think just a, I think a lack of experience and a lack yeah. of preparation, uh, certainly, um, which... Oh, you know, I guess, listen, you know, take, take your learning from what, you know, from everything, you know, yeah. always that, that self-critiquing kind of thing, you know, what did I do well? What did I do badly? Um, and I think that, that knowledge, that race day knowledge was lacking from, from my, from me. Um, so, you know, on, on that side, I think, you know, I never, I, I think it was, there were a couple of times where I thought, you know, this, this sucks. Um, yeah. but I think that's, that's a fairly common, that's a fairly common thing. You know, you yeah. listen to, you know, podcasts and various things about people going through this, even at a much higher level. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of that thought, a lot of the, a lot of the motivation for, uh, from they call uh, the, 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 the aid station crews is just convincing people to go on. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of that mentality. I'm going to stop. And, you know, we were talking last time um, about what they, you know, this, this pain cave and, yes. you know, sort of this mental, this mental element of just getting through. Um, and, you know, I, I think, you know, again, I, I think I've got fairly, fairly decent mental resilience in, in that, but it just wasn't prepared. I just hadn't prepared myself. Right. Logically for those conditions on the day. So I think, you know again uh, there some of it is just when it's a when it is a crappy day outside just going right now is when i'm going for a run yeah running, right running, yeah running running in the snow or the real cold when it's uh, when it's winter just just getting used to running in those conditions so that yeah. things are better if the conditions go bad on the day yeah canberra running in in winter i actually prefer it mm. because i tend to sweat a lot um and when it's when I like I've gone out for runs where it's minus five in the morning. Mm. If there's no yeah. wind, if there's no wind, mm. then it doesn't really matter. It can be really yeah. that can be really cold because yeah, you just yeah. you get steam coming off you fairly quickly, yeah. and um, then then that's fine. It's the stopping. It's yeah. if you if you're going to stop halfway home in the freezing yeah. cold, then that's yeah. that's where it's an issue. But that's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, you yeah. just have a bit of discomfort at the start with your hands yeah, turning exactly. blue and. Yeah, exactly. And then, then you warm up, then you warm up. Yeah. You, at, I'm not sure if you felt it doing, doing half, half marathons, but when you, when you stop at, you know, stopping at these aid stations, you will pretty much instantly start shaking. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go through and just, you know, you, you, you get, you, you just immediately, your body just immediately drops in temperature and you start shaking. And, you know, it's really, sometimes it's really hard to control and it just show you know, you, the moment you start running again, you warm up and you're fine. But yeah, yeah you know, it's that, it's that initial shock. Yeah. I get, is- I, I just feel like my legs just get super heavy. The first, yeah. you know, the first 10 steps after like stopping at an aid station to, yeah. and then to start moving. And that's why I always try to, I mean, a half marathon is very different because you can just keep going, but Always tried to get the water and all that stuff on the move. Just yep. as soon as you yep. stop, then you're like, oh, it's like an yep. old car. Like you get to crank crank it up again. Exactly. You just, just got to keep walking. Yeah, keep you walking. keep that movement yeah. going. Um, no, exactly. Yeah, right. exactly. So, yeah. Do you like when you're running for that long, does your mind just go into sort of like a, an empty state? Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I was reading something about like yeah. a, a guy, I can't remember his name, you know, who tells people to, if, if the best uh, therapy you can do is like a 12 hour walk. It's just to walk mm. for 12 with no mm. headphones, no, no extra, no phone. Mm. Don't take anything with you. And um, yeah, by the, by the sixth hour, you're like, you, your mind's yeah. completely clear of everything and you've thought mm. through all the horrible things mm. that have happened in your life and you've got nothing else yeah. to think about. Exactly. Yeah. That um, I was listening to a fairly a similar as a podcaster, Rich Roll, and he was doing a, um, he was talking to someone who he was talking about that. Yeah. The, the, the 12 hour walk, just go yeah. out, just, just walk. Go out. Interesting. But um, yeah, I mean, I didn't, you know, I got to, I think it was dark. It just started getting dark when I put my headphones on for the first time. Yeah. Um, so I'd run for, you know, till about 7 p.m. It's about 12 hours or so with no nothing, nothing wow. on. And just just sort of, yeah, just running. And, you know, I remember looking at my watch at one point. It was like, oh, geez, five hours have passed. And you just don't sort of, you know, and it's not, it's a bit different than if you're running on roads where it can get, it can get fairly monotonous. Right, fairly right. Because it's just, similar it's just all samey um there you know you're on trails you you've got you've got different stuff going on so you're managing and particularly in 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 the weather you know when the weather's coming in you know you're 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 trying to troubleshoot as you go right um you're looking you're sort of watching for puddles you know you've got you know there were big puddles on the ground and and mud so you're you're sort of you're focusing on where you're going you're focusing on not treading in um the the too deep mud and and puddles and all that kind of stuff so you've got stuff to think about you've got stuff to focus on um and and it's just different Uh, it's hard to it's hard to explain but when you're out and you've got you know there's a there's a hill coming up you're going up a hill you're not thinking about anything rather than where you're putting your legs focusing on your legs you know and and i think it's as when you get to a certain stage and you feel that your, you know, your, your quads might be getting in, getting a little bit worn, you, you can, you sort of, I sort of focus on my muscles. So start to think about which muscles I'm using. So changing, slightly changing posture so that right. you, you're different muscles and, yeah. and, and sort of trying to, trying to give other muscles a rest while you work other ones and then sort of revert back to type. And so you're sort of, you're thinking about all this kind of stuff and you, you sort of just, but you're doing it on automatic to a degree. So yeah, you get through five hours, six hours, seven hours without really thinking about much. So it's quite, it's quite refreshing in a way. You, you don't just to not have a lot of thoughts going through your head and just, <laughs> just being uh, uh, to get philosophical about it, being at one with nature. Yeah, I bet. Apart yeah, from it's quite you know, nice. it trips you over and smashes your then legs. You fall over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you get Lyme disease from nature. Then Thanks, nature. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we might. I think we might finish there. I think that's pretty, no pretty much spot on. Awesome. Well, I mean, I, I will certainly be chatting with you again when you do these uh, enormous races and preparation, know. and and we'll we'll be catching up in future, Paul. 100%. Look forward to it. All right. And that's it.